Well, I think, um, to me, a day is very inadequate, but I suppose it's a start to raise awareness because people don't really think about the kidneys until something drastic goes wrong. And unfortunately, uh, often there aren't too many signs that the kidneys are a problem until things go wrong. So to me, I think we should be thinking about our kidneys every day, every week, every year, and how to look after them. Because if we take good care of our general health, in, uh, and generally that means that we will be taking good care of our kidneys as well. And therefore, I think with the International Society of Nephrology and the National Kidney Foundation uh, internationally as well as nationally, including our own Kidney Foundation, everybody has banded together to try and raise awareness on this particular day tomorrow with the hope that people will think about it generally for the rest of the year. Every year the theme tries to highlight a different issue, and I think this year's theme is very important as well. Um, Professor, what is the prevalence of um, kidney disease in South Africa? It depends on the populations you look at. But um, a, a more recent research shows that it could be anything between 10 to 15 percent or 10 to 14 percent of people in South Africa has some form of kidney disease. But we don't know how many at the moment because there isn't accurate statistics to show how many finally do end up with kidney failure. What is the comparison, South Africa, compared to other BRICS countries? Um, I think it depends, actually. Uh, I think in the sort of BRICS uh, area generally, the prevalence of kidney disease is very similar in that we have similar economies, similar problems, uh, you know, with access to care and access to funding. But what differs is what is the major cause of kidney disease. Uh, For instance, in South Africa, we find that high blood pressure, diabetes, are probably our top causes. And, of course, HIV adds to the mix, and it's also a very important cause of kidney disease. Um, And then if you look at countries like, uh, let's see, Brazil, uh, India, diabetes is probably more prevalent than in South Africa, though South Africa is is coming up uh, very fast with diabetes. And again, that talks to diseases of lifestyle, which is why uh, the CSP is so important, because it suggests to you that if you address obesity and other diseases of lifestyle, you could actually prevent diabetes and kidney disease. And then, Professor, can you tell me how many people um, are on re- renal um, dialysis in the country? Uh, in South Africa, the last statistics shows that it's just under 9,000, approximately 9,000, which is a, is, which is a very, uh, uh, very major deficit for the number of people who should be having treatment. For instance, if you look at Brazil, Mexico, Thailand, they are probably treating per million of the population about four to five times the number of people we are treating, which is why I said we don't really know our true prevalence of of the numbers who do go into kidney failure, who are not accessing treatment or are unable to receive treatment. 
And then I think it was in 2013 when the health minister said that kidney disease has reached a crisis point in South Africa. Yes. Um, are we still at that point? Oh, very much so. In fact, uh, I think it's a crisis in South Africa and the whole of Africa and a lot of the sort of low- and middle-income countries because treatment of end-stage kidney disease is so expensive that it's even in really well-resourced countries like the United States, Taiwan, uh, Germany, these are countries with the highest treatment rates. Um, they are finding that the numbers needing treatment are ever-increasing, so the health budget is really massive. And therefore, the message of World Kidney, Days, World Kidney Day is very important, and that's the message that our national minister also wants to put out is that while people do need treatment today, we can also try and advise people how to look after the kidneys to try and prevent them needing uh, treatment in the future. What would be the solution? There's no easy solution at the moment, and I think one of the reasons why kidney disease is increasing in South Africa is uh, that... uh, one really needs very uh, prevention of uh, what we call lifestyle diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, try and uh, have healthy, healthy lifestyle, try and prevent HIV occurring. If it occurs, one needs uh, prompt and adequate treatment. And I think one of the big problems is uh, dehydration, especially in very hot climates, so people need to... To, to be aware of that, try and make sure they don't get dehydrated. And a fair number of people do take over-the-counter medication, for instance, for backache, headache, etc. You know, all the anti, anti-inflammatory drugs, if they're taken to excess, they can also cause kidney damage. So basically, people can do a lot to help themselves prevent, prevent kidney disease. It doesn't mean that any disease can be prevented totally with a healthy lifestyle and being very careful. There are some instances where kidney disease occurs due to other, other problems like um, in, infections, uh, congenital or hereditary diseases, but those numbers are much smaller. How are we doing in terms of transplants? Yes, that's a really difficult problem. Because obviously, if people have kidney disease and they are medically eligible for a transplant, that is the treatment of choice. But unfortunately, we find that in South Africa, the number of transplants is decreasing by the year. And we find that we're not having as many deceased donor kidneys as we should have. And similarly, while... uh, The other way we are looking for is living donor kidneys, both from families, close friends, etc. So so we do need to do many more kidney transplants than we are currently doing uh, to try and meet the needs of the population with kidney disease. How many transplants do we do a year? Uh, From my last uh, knowledge of the statistics, the Open Donor Foundation collects the statistics we do in the order of about 240 to 250 such transplants annually in adults and children. And we should perhaps to meet our needs. And I told you that currently we are treating about 9,000 people 
with, uh, with dialysis, we should be doing at least 2,000, which means tenfold increase in transplants to try and meet our backlog so we are able to offer more dialysis to more people. I remember a story that people selling um, kidneys just, I think, yes. a year or two years ago. So that problem does no. not persist. No, it's some time ago, actually. It's mm. more like 10 years ago. Oh, that's a, yes. that's a while. So since then, mm. uh, the ministerial committee has been appointed to try and oversee all this. Because at that stage, one just uh, trusted that ethical practice would go ahead. But, uh, but now, while we do believe that practice on the whole is very ethical, there's also the ministerial committee that looks at all living donor transplantation that's not from one's immediate blood relatives. So, for instance, if your cousin or your friend wants to give you a kidney, the doctors look at this, make sure that this is possible, then an application is made to the ministerial committee which reviews this uh, in depth before permission is given. And also, if any transplants come from outside the country, the minister also has to approve these. So we're trying to cover all, barring the you know, immediate first-degree relative transplants. And your last thoughts, um, Professor? Uh, what I'd like to say is that if anybody has any chronic disease, like high blood pressure, diabetes, HIV infection, uh, or any other serious chronic disease, that they should, besides checking their blood pressure, making sure that the blood pressure and diabetes are well controlled at all times, they should also try and uh, check their kidney function at least once a year. And then this year's theme about obesity and kidney disease also talks to um, healthy living, because we are aware that people who, have, who are very overweight and obese have a greater propensity to kidney disease as well as heart disease. So in general, uh, what we recommend is a healthy, li- a healthy lifestyle with health- healthy diet and exercise.